I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's a very special episode of the Puckle Podcast. Yes, it's the penultimate episode before Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are released. Are you ready? Cue the epic music. It's Paco! Paco! It's Paco! Paco! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah! Paco! Grab your friends, it's that time again! again. And welcome to the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my notorious co-hosts. Some say, choo-choo, Jushiro. On the hype train. <laughs> and the uh, basket. What's Wonderful. up, Puckle peeps? Wonderful. And so we're here to bring you the 312th episode of the Puckle Podcast. And as always, uh, we're here to bring you a fantastic show. Puckle stands for, of course, of course. Uh, Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name Basket came up with in 2007. And <laughs> the Prophet. The Prophet. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, as always, we're going to bring you guys everything Pokemon, whether it be the, uh, the trading card game, like these two guys do twice a month, and the, uh, the video game, or even, man, let me think of something really out there, Pokemon Shuffle. That's not really out there, but... Uh, it's it's nothing that anybody wants to talk about. Let me tell you that much. It's uh, out there. It's just forgotten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody wants. No, to. no kidding. I so a couple of weeks ago, I went to Cerebi dot net, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I haven't gone there in a while. <laughs> and my first reaction when I opened the homepage where the news was like they're still updating <laughs> the uh, I forgot the name the Pokemon Trophy game that's on the. Oh, you're, phone, uh, you're talking about Shuffle. That's exactly what I was just talking about. Oh, Shuffle. Yeah, they're still updating that thing. Yeah, no, my they, first reaction. They just did a uh, they just did a whole update for like a Lola Pokemon, and so it's it's nutsos. Forget that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it, like that game. Like the games that they choose to keep going just blow my mind. It just yeah. blows my mind. Like the things that you think about, like you think Pokemon, you're just like, yeah, Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, those are coming out, and you're just like, yeah, the TCG's doing really well. We just had Crimson Invasion. That was a garbage set. And then you had, uh, and th- and then you have something like uh, you're just like maybe there's a couple spinoff games there. Like Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, I think is probably what if somebody asked me about a Pokemon spinoff game right now, 
that's the game I would think about. Is Pokemon Conquest for me? But that's that well, was the one that Conquest one Conquest didn't sell that well, surprisingly. Um, yeah, no, I'm not surprised. Uh, I I am too many bow too many bows in uh in this life that don't it, appreciate tactical RPGs. It's not such even, as Fire Emblem. It's not even that. It's like you had a lot of problems. You had stuff like uh, I, I mean, yeah, that was the that was the pre awakening Fire Emblem era too, and that's the era that you had all of the people talking about tactical RPGs. Is when Awakening yeah. came out because Awakenings just blew the doors off of any t- tactical RPG out there, and. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's stupid. It's stupid. All right, so <laughs> moving on, though, I want to ask you guys, because it's been a while since both of you were on the show, what have you been up to in Pokemon lately? TCGing a lot. I'm finally finishing off uh, Moon for the second time. Uh, preparing have you finished that yet? Because you have, like, a few days, and then the new games come out. No, no, I know. I- I'll finish it probably the- before Friday. When is it the game comes out? I know it's 17. That's a Friday, right? Yeah, it's on Friday. Okay, yeah, Friday. So yeah. before Friday, I'll probably... No, we got a lot of before. announcements. Like We have like, a lot of announcements, Puckle-wise, to go along with that. So keep, but keep going. We'll, we'll make it at like, the end of this segment and the end of the next segment, too. So. <laughs> uh, but other than that, that's what I've been doing. Just trying to play the game with game with Pokemons that I've never used in my life. And I found myself enjoying Pokemon that I didn't even thought possible, such as Pelipper. Dude. I'm actually enjoying Pelipper. Dude, don't even get me started on Pelipper. Like he got, he did so well this gen. Like yeah. good on him. He like he's yeah. he is one of the top strategies in double battles right now. Wow! Because he I is hate Pelipper so freaking much. He is by far the best Drizzle Pokemon right now. Wow, that's that's saying something. I mean, wow. he's got the flying typing, which helps him a lot. I mean, quad quad weak to electric, but any Drizzle Pokemon like Politoed, you don't care about ele- like you're gonna run away from electric types anyway. But yeah. you're immune to earthquake. Like on top of that, that's insane. Yep, Pelipper's great. Like, is, yeah. it's just great. But yeah, keep going. I, I'm curious now. I want to hear what you heard, what you played with. Yeah, no, I played with Pelipper uh, with uh, Mac Mark Mordor. Ooh, okay. I tried that what once in Gen you, Four. Well, that was garbage. It, it's it's. I don't know if it's gotten better, but it's fun. It's fun because it's just fun to see him just blow everything away. Um. I've also used Decidua because, of course, everyone uses it, so let me go, go ahead and try mm-hmm. it. Uh, I also used... Uh, what were the other ones? Oh, Salamence, because I had a shiny Salamence in my uh, in my box, and I'm like, hey, I've never used Salamence, and I have a shiny one, so might as well, so I'm using shiny Salamence. Um, and I kind of remember the other two. They're really obscure. It's That's Pokemon fine. that I yeah. hardly ever use. No, that's like my favorite way to play though. Like with a new gen, especially, I like to I like to just to play through the game just to get a feeling for base stats. I don't I don't yeah. need to look at the numbers, but at least I can look like know. Okay, this can take a few hits. This one can do this. This one can do that. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Uh, what about you, Basket? What have you been up to lately? I, I've seen you so, around in the community more often. Yeah, I've been grinding the heck out of some battle tree. Um, oh man, which- I'm excited super super late to be doing that <laughs> but um uh essentially um uh as everyone knows uh who listens to the show at all um i do a crap load of nuzlocks all the time um and uh oh, yes, by the end by the end of that just like crazy ride whenever you beat the elite four it's you know it's it it, it can't be with you know six iv pokemon or anything like that you know it's just whatever the heck you get and um, 
that doesn't lend itself very well well to the battle tree because you end up with like weird type combinations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so um, I actually, for the first time, legitimately got into breeding um, mm. to try and uh, start um, uh, being able to basically uh, run through the battle tree as quickly as possible. So um, I always go in the battle tree with uh, um, a uh, Mega Salamance with um, uh, with Dragon Dance, Earthquake, Dragon Claw, and Double Edge. Oh no, um, dude! Because yeah, if you can get if you can get a Dragon Dance up um, and you have Double Edge, you just keep clicking the win button. You know? Yes. No, no. <laughs> um, I, uh, then... I don't. Did you ever listen to the PuckleCon show from uh, from 2015? I think it was. It no. was the first. It was the first PuckleCon, uh, because oh. that was when we went to nationals and like we were all playing in the side events, and there was one particular like we were all playing uh, to the point that uh, what is it? We we were all playing. We were all playing Pokemon, and we were all in this OU tournament. Not an OU tournament, but a singles tournament. And there was just this mm-hmm. kid that brought Mega Salamence, and we were all prepared for OU, and Salamence is, Mega Salamence is banned there. And yeah. so, uh, and so, like we're all prepper OU. We go in there. This kid just sweeps us all with this Mega Salamence. We, have no, we we just can't, like, we can't do anything. And we're all just like, forget this game. I'm not playing if Mega Salamence is here. <laughs> he is he is ridiculous. Um, yeah, in a good way if you have him, and in a really bad way if you don't. <laughs> um, and then, uh, um, uh, basically, if Mega Salamence gets taken out, then I have Kartana with Leaf Blade, Sacred Sword, Smart Strike, and Aerial Ace with a Life Orb. Why so, Aerial Ace? I feel like I wouldn't do Aerial Ace. So the reason why I have Aerial Ace and also uh, Smart Strike instead yeah. of a better move? No, no, no. Smart Strike's um, way better. Well, Smart Strike's fantastic. Like I think, I think that's a good choice. Yeah. Well, I I picked both of those because. Um, there's a lot of uh, Pokemon that will uh, double team the oh, heck out of you. That's right. <laughs> so I have Smart Strike and Aerial Ace for those reasons. Anything mm-hmm. that's uh, Smart Strike's not going to hit for at least effective damage, Aerial Ace probably will. Yeah, Flying's a um, good type, actually. Flying's, yeah, it, flying's actually really good. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> and then my last one, who's basically there just to cover my, we- uh, my weaknesses, but is just awesome. Is uh um so I love Arcanine. Arcanine's been one of my favorite Pokemon yeah. since Gen One. Um, but uh, holy crap, Flamethrower, Morning Sun, Will O Wisp, and Snarl with leftovers—that thing, it tanked and killed a um a Vaporeon <laughs> with Sir <laughs> with Snarl, right? <laughs> because yeah, yeah, I just kept snarling the shit out of it, <laughs> or the crap out of it, and then uh and then Morning Sun to make it so that um. Uh, it would, uh, you know, get the health back, and then it would just started just tiny chipping away at me. And yeah. um, I had this thing almost down to uh, probably twenty percent health, and then all of a sudden it surf critted, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it killed me. <laughs> I was so upset, <laughs> but still, Arcanine. It was like it was long. It was like fifteen extra turns because no. of Arcanine. Yeah. And then it yeah. No, Arcanine's surprisingly bulky. Like Arcanine I so I I don't know how well you guys follow Draft League, but I picked up Arcanine like around week five as a, uh as it was like my only drop. And yeah. I I brought Arcanine up to being like fourth place on the MVP list. 
Wow. Like as, as soon as I picked it up, it got like a four week. It got it had a four week like uh, like uh, what is it uh, handicap? So <laughs> it's off by four <laughs> weeks. Like if I would have had it the first four weeks, it probably would have done a ton more. And I was sitting there, I'm just like, why didn't I pick it up? Because I, I I originally had Darmanitan in that slot, and I I just uh-huh. Darmanitan doesn't suit my playstyle. And I dropped a, I dropped Darmanitan and picked up Arcanine. I'm like, man, who took Arcanine before I got to Darmanitan? And I was looking through the draft list and how everything was drafted. And I'm like, Arcanine was there when I drafted Darmanitan. What is wrong with me? I should have just picked up Arcanine. <laughs> and so uh, lessons learned uh, for future draft leagues. Pick up Arcanine before Darmanitan. And <laughs> well, there, there are a lot of there are a lot of powerhouse um, uh, fire types oh, or yeah. like. Uh, fire dual types as well. Mm-hmm. So um, it doesn't super surprise me that people didn't pick him up just because there's so many good um, oh, yeah. things with that. So, but at the I, same I, time, I, it's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was like, I, I just couldn't believe it uh, myself. I haven't been doing much Pokemon wise. Like I got, I got slammed with work this past week and I've been doing a lot of prep work for this upcoming week because I have to do like three podcasts next week. Uh <laughs> It, yeah, isn't fun, that fun? Oh, fun, right? Fun. I mean, it, I guess it is to some extent. It's my hobby, right? So, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's your job, and you know it. Yeah, I mean, I well, I wish. Um, I wish to some extent. Uh, but then at the same time, like I don't know. If this was my job, I feel like I'd end up hating it, and I don't want to yeah. hate Puckle, right? But yeah. uh, either way, I, I have to do three podcasts. I've been getting that geared up because we have we have like a lot of content coming uh, in the next week. Because Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon drop, uh, Shamu, Shamu and I are still working on a streaming schedule for next weekend. We're like going off script next weekend okay. due to the release. Because I can't play Battle Spot right now on stream because yeah, the global yeah. link's gone. And yeah. so I don't want to like do that and just like sit there and wait for challengers on Thursday night. I'm going to the midnight release anyway, so I'm going to go pick up the game. Um, either me or Shamu is going to stream after the midnight launch. And we're gonna we're just gonna play some good old Pokemans on stream for a few hours. Uh, I'm gonna stream like that night, and then on Saturday we're all doing the live show together on Twitch around 2 p.m. Eastern. So be there or be square while we all talk about uh, talk about our Pokemon experiences in Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Yeah, and, yeah. And then on top of that, I have to rec- I have to pre-record the episode for the week after that uh, <laughs> uh, because it's the holidays. And that's when things start to get nuts those around Puckle. I have to do a bunch of work for I, – I pre-record so many episodes. Last year it got so out of sync. I had recorded – I had like so many shows like pre-recorded for the holidays that I didn't know which episode number I was on during the regular week because oh, no. I was just like, oh, I just recorded 297 last week. It's just like, well, 297 or maybe not 297, whatever it was. I, I recorded this episode like – I recorded that three weeks before it came out, so the next episode in my head was 298, but it was like 295, and so that it's a pain. But I mean, played some TCG. I had some fun with that. I've been working with a couple different decks. I don't. You, nice. We talked about the. Did we talk about the Dark Ride deck last time we talked basket? No, we talked about Glissapod. Yeah, uh, I've been playing Glissapod. I've also been playing around with this Dark Ride GX deck for funsies because that deck's yeah. a lot of fun. And uh, I've been working on that, working on working on it with Zoroarks and stuff like that. But um, video game wise, I've been getting teams together. Piddle, obviously, I just did my draft league match. Um, came out victorious due to technicalities. And huh. <laughs> best way to win. Yeah, right. Uh, so that means I win my division. That's great. You know what? The best part of winning my division is I get a bye week. Uh, 
<laughs> like that's the that like the only reason I wanted to win that match was so I could get a bye week. I could take a week off from Piddle. <laughs> that's all I wanted because we because we're working on the next one, the thing after Piddle because Piddle was so successful. Like uh, like even people that aren't playing in Piddle are actually interested in Piddle. Like mm. and so we're trying to come up with like the next thing for that and because we don't want to like jump into Piddle season two. That's a lot of work. Um, yeah. We're going into a, like a smaller season of uh, we're doing a multi battle league. Which is going to be a lot of fun. I encourage literally anybody to play in that. Uh, we're going to be doing the announcement video for it sometime in the next week or two for YouTube. You have to be subscribed, find it, and you'll get the announcement and you can sign up for it. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Multi-Battle League, but it's essentially Draft League. But what happens is you have a partner as well. Mm. So um, you have uh, – and you do double battles, multi, mm. multi-double battles. It's, four, it's 2v2 people. So that yeah. opens up a lot of things. One, you get an extra mega on each side. And two, you get an extra Z move on each side. So like, it's just nuts. It doesn't even make any sense. It's gonna be, it's gonna be so broken. It breaks and all the rules. Like, I, I'm so excited for it because I think Shamu and That's I are playing. It's living together. Shan- Mass hysteria. No, literally anybody. <laughs> I encourage literally anybody to play this with us, just because I don't, I don't care if you know competitive or not. Just bring Pokemon and like, just do whatever you want. It's probably gonna be semi successful. <laughs> like, no joke. I mean, at the very like, least, it's gonna be funny. Yeah, it's gonna be funny at least, and I mean, I think we're only letting in like eight teams unless people surprise us. So, yeah, we're gonna—it's gonna be a blast, though. I, I do encourage people to do that. But we've we've rambled long enough, so <laughs> that, that's it for the intro segment. We're gonna go to the uh, go to the news. So let's cue that epic music. <laughs> Radio Tower. This just in. And on to the news. In the news, we have a few things. Uh, the first thing is uh, minor things. Uh, Silvalley, shiny Silvalley codes are going to be over tomorrow in the United States or today in the United States. I forget this comes out on Monday. Yeah. Um, so shiny Silvalley codes are coming out on Monday or they're going to be gone. So go get them while you can, guys. Go get them while you can. Uh, unless you live in Spain, it goes until the 16th. A lot, every other country that is not America um, or Australia, it looks like, goes until the 16th, right up until the launch of Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Yeah. So go get them while you can if you want a shiny Silvali. And you don't want a soft reset. There you go. That's all there is to it. <laughs> My wife got really excited about it. Uh, Koro Koro leaked today. Uh, which revealed that if you live in Japan and you buy a lot of toys, you can get some codes for, it looks like, Manaphy, Meloetta, and Hoopa. Woo! Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> but you have to live in Japan, and you have to buy toys. So I remember I used to be excited for a mythical Pokemon. Now it's like, oh, I have, like, the tw- my Mew number 27th Mew. Well, okay, so like, so, like, for us, I'd say that is 100% true. For somebody, yeah. like, I don't know, somebody getting into the game, Probably no, not no, so no, much. for sure. I'm not bad. Like, I, I, I thought last year was fantastic with uh, with yeah. how they did a mythical a month, and I hope we get more years like that, like in the future. Probably I hope so too. Probably in like four more years when it's the 25th anniversary. That's like a division of like a hundred, and people like the number 25. You get celebrations for that. And yeah, we'll get we'll get something. We're gonna get something for that. And we'll see what it is, though. We're spoiled as heck, so they better give us something. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, they, I think they absolutely will. I think they'll absolutely give us something. I don't know what that something will be, but they'll give us something. All right. So moving on though, uh, out of, out of this. Uh, so they announced if you attach your game to the global link before, I believe, January 30th, you will receive a special serial code to give yourself an extra master ball. So check that out, Ooh. especially with it. Um, well, I don't want to make any announcements on, uh, I almost, I almost dropped spoilers that might have been sad for some people. Oh yeah. Uh, that. Uh, because Fluffy might be, might be listening. Well, you should get an and extra master are. ball. Hi, Fluffy. Yeah, you should get an extra <laughs> Master Ball. I, I was close there. Uh, they also announced all of the uh, the missions for Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, the festival missions. Yeah. So it says, the first mission uh, has been announced in this mission. Players have to collectively capture 10 million Pokemon by November 28th. So I'm there actually... I, I'm happy that I think they're doing it before the... Bef- like, they're actually starting the festival mission when the game comes out. Yeah. Which is fantastic because that they did like a catch Pokemon like a week after the game came out last time. And yeah. that was so lackluster because none of us cared about catching Pokemon. We had already finished our Pokedexes. And <laughs> so I'm going to – I'm really excited for this one because I can actually contribute. Uh, if, yeah, if, it's just if another it's, mission that we're probably going to lose. So. Uh, 10 million? I think that's doable with people – with everybody like trying to complete the decks. I think that's doable. Mm. If Let's everyone see. succeeds, then a gift of 2,000 festival coins will be given to all players. If it's not achieved, then 1,000 festival coins will be given to all the players. That's still a decent reward, uh, honestly. Yeah. Rewards yeah. are doubled for players with a Global Link account. Um, they also announced the schedule. They, they didn't do this the last time either. They have a schedule of the events now. We have yeah. December 12th to 27th, have fun Mantine surfing. The January 9th, 23rd, win at the Battle Agency, which I want to talk about some more during the topic today. Uh, the Battle Agency, yeah. I'm so hyped for. Uh, and then February 6th to 20th, harvest pokey beans. <laughs> so thrilling. Um, March 6th <laughs> to the 20th, uh, trade Pokemon at the GTS. That one's kind of exciting. Uh, yeah. April 3rd to 17th, hatch a lot of eggs. May 1st to 15th, get battle points at the Battle Tree. June 5th to 19th, play in the Festival Plaza. Blah, blah, blah. All right, but that's, I mean, that's still really cool. Uh, they also announced the next battle season, which is going to be, uh, I believe, Alola decks. Yeah, it's Alola and Pokedex. And yeah, it's this, it's pretty much the same thing. It's just single battle version of, uh, of what, uh, VGC was this year. Okay. All right. Uh, that one's not nearly exciting. Pokemon Tournament got a patch. Uh, what? Yeah, I know. It got a patch. Uh, it allows you to play team I'm battle matches online. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It allows you to Tell play. Tell me more that about this patch for Pokken. <laughs> wow, you're gonna be really underwhelmed. Uh, <laughs> so, so the patch uh, was scheduled to come some point in mid-November. Guess what? It's mid-November. Then, uh, so it allows you to play team battle matches online, and it also allows you to uh, reach higher ranks in ranked match. Yay! Wow. Yep, and add it added the recording feature to free training that lets you manipulate and record your playback. Of your opponent's move well, for better cool. training. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a fighting game guy. so Me neither. I, I don't know. Pokemon Except is fun. Smash. Yeah. I, Smash is like, I feel like a super casual version of, it's like an everyman's <laughs> fighting game. Yeah. Because who doesn't want to like be Pikachu beating up on Mario, right? And well, uh, I think Smash Mario. is in a league of its own. Dude, Mario is fun too. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I can play Smash. I can play Smash because there aren't like combos and stuff. That's, I feel yeah. like the, I feel like the learning curve for Smash, like there's definitely like a higher peak, 
but like the early learning curve is very is very quick. But when you get to something like Pokin, it's it's not as quick. You have to you actually have to grind and learn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh just I'll... headbutt, headbutt mm-hmm. with Pikachu. Yeah. yeah, just headbutt. <laughs> headbutt with Pikachu. And so Sna- uh not Snap Basket and I were talking before the before the show uh today, and there is a um, in Singapore, they have now released the code to get the Ash Hat Pikachu, the original Ash Hat Pikachu. It is Pikachu what? M20. Okay, so it's in Singapore. So I catch this. Legitly response. It's not. So, that, I wasn't even faking that one. No. So catch <laughs> the catch this, Jushiro. It's in Singapore, and this is a different code than what we got for the Ash Hat Pikachu. The code we got was just Pikachu 20. This is Pikachu yeah. M20, right? Oh. So uh, it's in Singapore. Singapore doesn't have a region associated with it. Like the U.S. does in North America and Japan does, um, it is actually available in the U.S. because oh. some of the some of the 3DSs in Singapore are North American 3DSs. <clears throat> so right now you can go and just type in Pikachu M20 and get a Nash at Pikachu if you missed out on the first one. Oh, that's exciting! Uh, I did miss out. Yeah. I, I got my Alolan version, but I didn't. Get yeah, I got I got the Alolan version. I didn't get the I didn't get the original one, and I'm just really upset that we only got one a piece. Um, yeah. The other thing that we got, I, well, you guys didn't get. I got because I went to the movie last week. I got I'm the. Sorry. Uh, little, I got I got the QR code though for the um, Ash Hat Pikachu from the movie. Uh, but it only works in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, I learned, uh, as my wife oh. and Beaverla told me. I was about to do it, and they're just like, no, you can't. I'm like, I don't believe you. Oh, I think you. the Ruby V got me one of those codes. Yeah, I've got – I mean, I've got a couple. I mean, it's the same QR code Yeah. All, on every card. I mean, I, I'll take a picture of it and send it to you guys, and you, it'll oh, work just perfect. as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the thing that I'm excited about that for, though, is that um, all the other uh, Ash Hat Pikachus, you have to, like – finish something or complete something in order to mm-hmm. no and you don't one, that, that's I not true you, know, you could type in the last one too if you were just on pikachu one? 20 yeah. pikachu 20 oh, yeah i mean i think yeah, it's I, over I that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and the other the other one that exists in the u.s at least is just a qr code but it doesn't work for sun and moon it only works for ultra sun ultra moon so on friday i'll take a picture of it and send it to you guys and then nice. you get yourself uh, Ash Hat Pikachu in Ultra Sun Ultra Moon for funsies. Nice. I, I, apparently, something happens in the, like the Pikachu location in that game with mm-hmm. the with the Ash Hat Pikachu. This is a, this is a rumor I heard from an interview. This isn't a spoiler. Okay. Okay. Uh, I I have looked at the leaks, but I had, I didn't look at anything about that. I've tried to stay away from story spoilers for the most part. Um. All right. So I think that's all of the news I want to hit because there's some other news. Uh, Puckle news. Uh, I will once again say. Uh, come to the live show at twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast next week at 2 p.m. Eastern. We're all going to be hanging out, talking about Pokemon, um, and talking about our first impressions of Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Come to the stream whenever during that day, because I think, uh, between Shamu and I, we're going to be streaming a ton of Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon next weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be a blast. I'm super excited. The hype. Can't freaking wait. Yeah, right? The hype is going to be intense. And, uh, I, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Uh, you can preload the games now. Um, which I already did. Yeah. Uh, and other puckle news. Uh, if you want to do more stuff with us, you're more than welcome. Uh, oh, I need to, I want to officially announce that we're doing, uh, the puckle 10 live stream. I, I have neglected to say this the past few weeks. We are doing a puckle 10 live stream on December 31st. That is the 10th anniversary of puckle. We are going to be doing a 24-hour live stream. We haven't quite figured out the start time yet. It's probably going to be around noon on 
uh, the 31st, and then it's going to go until noon on the 1st of January. Okay. And uh, we're going to be raising money for Child's Play, the charity Child's Play, which gives video games to kids in hospitals. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, no, I really wanted it. Like, I want, like, I wanted this to celebrate, but at the same time, give back. Yeah. So, uh, if you want to help out with that, guys, uh, I think I want to try to shoot for five hundred dollars for Child's Play. Uh, definitely come to the stream, hang out with us. We're gonna have some cool stuff going on, and uh, I think it includes like cooking malasadas. Yay! So, yeah, uh, somebody should dress up like how, and just like really just like nom on those malasadas. But it's gonna. Yeah, no, we're working on all the technicalities to make this, like, a reality, like, huge, big, fun stream. So uh, definitely watch out for that on the 31st. I think we're also going to do the premiere of the documentary, the Puckle documentary, on the stream as well. Yeah, I was so, going to ask, what's the progress in that? Uh, it's happening. It's working. Okay. Uh, Ethan and I have been in constant communication about it. It's going on. It's going it, to – he said he'll have it ready by the 10th anniversary. So. Nice. Uh, it, it will be ready. I mean, it'll be perfect because it's like a 20-minute break for me <laughs> during the middle of the stream. <laughs> I can just be like, let's play this video. I'm going to go get food. <laughs> You're taking as much many, many breaks as you can. Absolutely. I'm scheduling so many because I ran PuckleCon, and I know how like just being on for 24 hours is awful. <laughs> yeah. uh, so as many breaks as I can take, I'm going to do. Though streaming is a lot more fun, I think, um, than PuckleCon. PuckleCon's still fun. But I I enjoy so much not having to be on the entire time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So that's going to be it for the news, guys. We're going to kick it on over to Puckle's Poke Quiz. We're going to quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. And on to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the segment of the show where we quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. Of course, that means no internet, guys. You got to use what's in your heads. Uh, so you guys are going to get five questions today. You have one hint to use for all of the questions. Now, if you get all of the questions correct, that just means I get to press the button that gives you the correct noise. So the one question that has a bonus point, you don't need to get the bonus point. You can okay. cash that hint in at the end for an extra point if you want. Uh, okay. You can try for that. But if you get a question wrong, you might as well just use the hint. So... If you guys are ready, we're going to jump right into it. We have a host of questions provided by fans. So are you guys ready? Yeah, let's do this. Let's fail real hard. All right, I almost lost the questions. Okay, so here we go. Question number one. In the anime, what professor is the only one not named after a tree? In the anime. In the anime, what is the only professor not named after a tree? Oh my god. This one should be pretty yeah. easy. I don't really? watch the anime. <laughs> You've never I, watched I, the anime? I mean, I have, but I I I don't like keep up you, with it. If you ever watched the anime, you would know the answer. <laughs> I I don't remember a professor that wasn't from the games. I also um, can give you can use your hint, I guess if you want. Comment uh, very first question. Uh, Wait, do not in any particular order. Yeah. You all fall for this every time. You're just like, it's the first question. I don't want to use my hint. <laughs> do any of the uh, um uh do any of the like main characters become uh professors, Jushiro? Uh there's some that are aiming to be professors, but I don't Who's recall. To be a professor? I mean Bianca, she's a sip, but she becomes an assistant. Um 
I don't recall a nun. Yeah, I just don't recall. I, I'm going to need an answer. Hint. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go. So Brock really likes this professor. Like that, that should be a good hint. Uh, so much so that he ends up living with her. Oh my God. It's not Juniper because obviously Juniper is season tree, two, right? There's another hint. Season two. Season two. For is a tree. Um, season two. Brock lives with her. Uh, I, I, I. Orange I, Islands. I, I, I knew it has to be Orange Islands because I just don't recall her name I, uh, at oh. all, or her face, or the existence of her ever existing. Professor, uh, Sarah. <laughs> is that your final answer? Yes. Yes. That is unfortunately incorrect. Uh, <laughs> the correct answer is Professor Ivy. Uh, she was studying all the Pokemon in the Orange Islands. Yeah. Uh, and no, no she's recollection named after Ivy. Uh, man, I can't believe that. This is like like early Pokemon anime. Uh, okay. okay you, can, you can stop now. <laughs> okay. The gutter. Okay. <laughs> so, like, man, I can't next... believe you guys are such losers and don't know this answer. <laughs> so that, that, first, that first question was from, uh, what's his face? Claude Nine. Uh, so this next question is going to come to you from Lamp or so LAMPC. Uh, so this one's worth two points. This has the bonus point. I'm and this one should be list. every time I get a question, I don't know. I'm this gonna one, blacklist this. <laughs> this one should be right up your guys' alleys. It's TCG based. Okay. Why we're going to lose. Uh, <laughs> so during the guardians rising pre-release, what were the promo cards for the pre-release? I only need two of them. There were four. What were the promo Guardian cards? Guardian rising? Oh, Guardians rising. I'll also give you a hint for this one if you need it. Because I understand it's it's back in the past. It's all the way back in May, dude. That's that's like ten years in TCG. Um, <laughs> at the pace they move, right? Um, I think if there was some Alolan. I think Alolan, either Alolan Persian. I there was a few Alolans. Help me here, basket. I don't participate in previews. Okay, it was Guardians Rising, right? Um, yes. Uh, remind me some of the ones that we got. Oh, out of uh, the um, oh, uh, the coral Pokemon. Oh, I think uh, that was Corsola was one of them, I think. Um. Oh, uh, Salas, uh, the normal Salaso, I think the the non GX. Obviously, not, they're never going to be GX for the pre releases. Uh, but help me here. I'm I'm shooting in the dark, really, because I really don't remember and I don't participate in, in in pre-releases. I'm just going with that. With hmm, from that set, what it could possibly be. Uh, <laughs> so I think Salasso is one of them. Uh, I know there's one of them that we do call for family because they always do, and it has to be uh, either um, the Coral Pokemon. I keep forgetting its name. What's going wrong with me today? Corsola. Oh, Corsola. Thank you. Corsola Cola. How can I keep forgetting that that name? Uh, but no, that's that's as much as I can have. Uh, I have. I don't remember any water ones. Uh, when, or... was, when was the Tapu Coco promo? That was that would have been just before Guardians Rising came out. Yeah. Crap. Yeah, yeah. It's not one of those either. Should uh, we just stop? I'm just... gonna need answers. I need two of them. Yeah. Okay. So Salasso and the Cor- Kamala or Corsola. Corsola and uh, maybe I don't know. 
I'm just going to throw it. Uh, yeah, let's do those two. Salaso and Corsola. All right. Unfortunately, that is incorrect Arr! on both accounts. The answer, <laughs> uh, so it was a Drampa, a dragon-type Drampa. Um, yeah. Oracorio, the one that does the, I believe, Revelation dance, like the yeah. one that's like, everybody was like super excited oh, about Vespaquen, and it's just like, nobody plays Vespaquen. Um, yeah, and then, it's a basket. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have the uh, Alolan Sand Slash. And you're the Alolan there. And Mudsdale. There we go. Yep. Fail. Yeah. All right, all right. So we were talking about Pokemon Conquest earlier, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I hope you remember Pokemon Conquest, Yoshiro. If not, this question from Linian is going to make you sad. Oh, I'm I'm sure it will. This is Uh, all you, bro. (laughs) In Pokemon Conquest, what is the name of the character that has Rayquaza? I hate you so much. Um... (laughs) I'll also accept accept a character description as well. Uh, I think it's the main antagonist. Uh, what was his name? Um, There's a Japanese guy. game based off of him. Like a Japanese yeah, yeah. game series that the, the, Pokemon Conquest was based it, on. It, yeah, it's the guy, the, the I forgot his name. He's an actual I'll, historical character which has a name. I'll accept I'll um, accept that as an answer. Uh, okay, then. Uh, but I'm missing it. Let's use the last oh, 40 seconds to see if I can remember his name. Oh, oh, wait, what did you say, uh, Basket? Nobunaga? Nobunaga, yes! Is that your final answer? Yes. yes. That is correct. Uh, we're oh, going to give you guys a point today. Japanese history. <laughs> that's <all I> do. <laughs> and so, that's good. That got, that got you uh, one point now. You guys are on the board Yay. today. Yeah. <laughs> so, question number four. Now, this one's kind of open-ended because I think it has about 20 answers. Oh, um, great. We're going to yeah. choose the, the, the non-20 ones. So... <laughs> That's about 20 answers, and I only need one of them. Uh, okay. If we so, give you 20, will you give us 20 points? <laughs> uh, I will. I, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Because you guys got screwed over by, uh, by Lampic, uh, <laughs> I, I, will, I will give you guys a chance to redeem yourselves. And if you give me two answers uh, okay. that, that satisfy this question, I will give okay. you an extra point. Woo! Um, all right. So I need you to name a Pokemon. That cannot defeat Shinenjo with any of the moves it knows, including hidden power. Because some Pokemon just can't learn hidden power. So Okay, well, okay <laughs> what, what Pokemon cannot learn hidden power? Um unknown. Unknown. Unknown's well, only power. move is hidden power. That's the only move it has. Well no no no, no, no I, well no, I was I was starting out about ones that can't learn it. Because they can't you, you, learn it. But it get has, it. It's fine, it's fine. Um That's all I'm saying. <laughs> So, I mean, Dito, if it changes into uh, Shoninja, I mean, I just don't know Shoninja's moveset all that well. Also, Pokemon that only know normal-type moves. Like, think about that one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I can think of some really early on in the Pokedex. Snorlax, I guess. Uh, Raticate, no. Raticate, no spite. No, it's like, um, because... Uh, Any Pokemon. Like, even, like, the baby versions of Pokemon. Ooh, Taurus. This Taurus was one of them. What? I think Taurus only move. Taurus only learns normal, right? I thought he learned pursuit. But I could be wrong. I think he learns pursuit. Why am I helping? Not as easy. Uh, this is not as easy as it sounds. I feel um, so bad. <laughs> the, uh, like, just go through the Pokedex, and you're gonna find some right at the beginning. Okay. Oh. All right. Okay. Um. Uh. I'm just helping you guys real hard here today. <laughs> uh, 
uh, it's not Raticate. It's not uh, it's not PG or PG line. It's it's you're like in the region. It's around there. <laughs> oh my god! What other freaking normal types are in early in red game? and blue? What are some of the first Pokemon you can catch? Uh, it's Caterpie. Uh, Weedle. What what kind of moves does Caterpie know? String, but he evolves. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't matter if it evolves. I can just say. Uh, wait, actually, that one Pokemon. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter if it evolves. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I'm talking about any Pokemon. Yeah, it doesn't matter if. Okay, well then, okay, that fixes your train of thought. The evolutions. Caterpie and Metapod. Caterpie and Metapod. Caterpie and Metapod. I can give you a Magic Carp for the love of God. You know, there's so. There you go. I'll I'll accept it. I'll accept it. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you guys a point. I think Caterpie technically can, um, only because I think it learns Bug Bite. Let me double check. But Magikarp works. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, like worst case, you've got Magikarp. So you got that. <laughs> um, um, so let me oh, double uh, check. Um, Caterpie's uh, l- learn. Uh, uh, Caterpie the- technically learns Bug Bite at level nine. Okay, what's what's wait what's no, the, the, wait? It's only super effective moves. So bug bite. Yeah, no, Caterpie counts. Never mind. Never mind. Oh, there we go. Two points. Counts. There you go. Two points. There you go. Yay. I'll give you two points. That gives you guys three for today. All right. So <laughs> we can end here. Stop. <laughs> well, you got you got one more question. I don't take the points away. It's too uh, early as, in. <laughs> I don't have the opportunity to be inebriated for this. As always, I ask you guys a base stat question, um, which I'm randomly generating right now. Of um, course you are. Because I had a heck of a week, um, so we're gonna look at this. We're gonna look at the Pokemon Sun and Moon Pokedex. We're gonna look at the stat known as Special Defense, and you're gonna tell me what uh, what. Mm, let's see. What am I gonna go with that one? What Poison type Pokemon has the highest base Special Defense? Mm. Okay, Poison type. All right. Um... What are the Omegas? Bulky poison types. Uh, base special defense. Um, base maybe... special defense. Okay. Um, it can be a uh, Toxapex, maybe. Um, uh, it includes Megas, remember. So It does include Megas, yes. But what, I let's know. start with the Megas. What Megas do we know that are poison and special defense? Not even remember. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think the only the only poison one I can really think of is uh, Mega B Drill, and um... oh, that's right. But that's not special defense. Yeah, anyway, no, it's, it's yeah, a... not not Mega. So, uh, wow, special defense. Coffin. What about Coffin? Coffin has high defense, but I don't think it has high special defense. <laughs> uh, wheezing, of course, is what I meant. And okay, thank is... God. I heard coughing, and I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! Um, uh, I love you guys. Are just you're probably the most entertaining Poke quiz I've ever had. Uh, <laughs> Let me see here. Um, TCG nerds okay. here. Poison. Uh, yeah, Weezing. Uh, we got uh, Weezing's all about defense. Yeah, I guess. Um, I don't remember any. I'm gonna need poison. an answer. Our, I'm gonna need an our answer. Best guess. My uh-huh. best guess is probably. Um, and they're all ones that are playable now, right? It's none of the... Yeah, all of them, yeah. 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 No Ultras on Ultra Moon. Are there any Poison UBs? Oh, yeah. The, the, ooh, 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 the first one, the uh, Nihilego. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. Want to choose that one? 
Sounds mm-hmm. bulky. Looks bulky. Looks special defensive while. I'm worried about. I'm worried about. I, I think it's Toxapex. Okay. If I'm being honest. Well, I'll go with you, man. I'm clueless. All go. right. Toxapex. That is correct. Uh, Toxapex has a base special defense of 142. You were thinking Nihil Ego, which is actually the second bulkiest poison type special defense wise. Well, um, yes. It is base 131. So, like, that was, I mean, that was still a good guess, Jushiro. So. Uh, you guys did well though. There, you guys got you got all of the you got that question. So that's four points for you guys. Woo! Uh, we got saved hard. Four <laughs> points for you guys. Let me go ahead and add in those scores real quick. I'm gonna turn off my soundboard real quick. But good job to you guys. Of course, this is a race to the first to thirty, and we're gonna announce the uh, we're gonna announce the score here in a second. Once I pull it up. Uh, Shamu's not at twenty nine. <laughs> thankfully, he is he is ahead of you guys, but. Uh, not by much, not anymore. Uh, not by much. Uh, so let's let me add these in right here. Now I do have to say who is currently winning uh, by technicality, um, but do not just take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. While I do it, um, so we're gonna sort it. All right. So in first place right now we have Team I Choose You, which consists of uh, my wife Mrs. T and Beaverla. They were on last week. They got double points and they got all the questions correct. Of course, so, they get best treatment. Yeah, because they'll never be on the show again. And then, <laughs> so in real first place we have Doctor Shamu with thirteen points. We have Basket and Jushiro tied for second place with nine points. Sublime Scrawn and Viger all tied for fifth place with five points. Maximus and Whimsicott are tied for 8th place with 4 points. And Snag and Gator are tied for 10th with 1 point. Everybody else has yet to get on the board. So, I mean, it's still a close race. I mean, Shamu's not there. You guys are within, you know, biting distance of his heels. So, yeah. keep that up. I'm coming for your heels. <laughs> <laughs> and I think everybody that shows up to the live show next week gets a point anyway. So Nice. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I have my so. show today, this week, so. Oh, and then you get another point. Oh, my gosh. Basket, you should be on that show so you can keep up. And <laughs> All right. So <laughs> that is going to be it for – should I start giving myself trivia points every week for uh, knowing the answer? <laughs> no. Uh, the host uh, does not participate. <laughs> that's not how it works. <laughs> All right. So that's going to be it for this week of Puckles Pokey Quiz. We're going to take a short break, guys, and we'll be right back at you with the topic. Hey guys, it's Bosefist, and if you're wanting to know how you can be more involved with the Puckle Podcast in between shows, you can come to PucklePodcast.com where you'll find information on all of our social medias. Also, we have a chat box there where you can come meet up, chat with us. On the second Monday of every month, we have a chat box meetup. Way to, good way to get a free 6IV ditto. All of that is at PucklePodcast.com, and if you want to email to the show, it's PucklePodcast at gmail.com. Catch you on the flip-flop. And on to the topic. Our topic today is going to be the recent trailers for Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Uh, first off, let's just talk about... So I saved this topic for two reasons. One, I wanted to talk about the Pokemon movie last week in real time with people who I went to see it with. Because it was also like a day off for me, puckle-wise. Yeah. But I still gave you guys an episode. So that's something, right? And so... But I, I also wanted to wait for this new trailer that was supposed to drop last Friday. And unfortunately, that trailer was incredibly disappointing because all we got was the official announcement for uh, Mimikyu Z-Move, which is, yeah. let's snuggle forever? Yeah. What? what Not is creepy this? at all. Yeah, and it's really weird. This, the Mimikyu like, covers the Pokemon with its cloth. Um, that It's fairy type, and it looks like it's going to be somewhat usable. So mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. Because typically like these, uh, these moves are higher base power than some of the equivalents. 
if you were just to use like a fairy MZ or a ghost MZ, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, same like that happened with spirit shackle and decidui and stuff like that. So uh, you typically get something that's a little bit higher base power. So I mean, fairy MZ Mimikyu is running VGC right now. So I wouldn't be surprised to see let's snuggle forever Mimikyu in VGC. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is interesting, and it's probably it's stupid. Uh, It's it's more interesting than the trailer itself. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely not worthy of its own trailer. I I will say that a thousand times, especially after looking at the spoilers. There's definitely things they could have put in there. Uh, (laughs) There's definitely things they could have been in there. So let's let's move on though. Let's talk about the one that we got before the uh, two weeks ago. It is, dude. This one's got all the stuff in it. This one's got. Uh, first, let's let's talk about it. Team Rainbow Rocket, uh, oh, which is yes. all of the bad guys from forever, all in one team that are going to try to take over the world. Yeah, I or think, all uh, the dimensions or something like that. Yeah, and there were there were actually interviews about this recently as well, uh, where they confirmed that all of these leaders come from dimensions in which they were successful. Oh, yeah. Wow, this this sounds like spoiler stuff. No, That's this awesome. isn't spoilers. This came from an interview. Uh, A recent interview um, from uh, Omori. Also, they weren't stopping those where they come from. Makes total sense. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. They they actually come from a – they actually come from uh, universes in which they were successful, which is really interesting because it's going to change the way that you actually talk to them and stuff like that and you interact with them. So that's really cool. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. And it's going to, it's going to be so cool. And I'm looking forward to the story because I think the biggest thing from that trailer, the one thing that I took away from it was Giovanni with Mewtwo. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I think that was huge. And I mean, I haven't delved like too deep into story spoilers. I'm kind of hoping, fingers crossed, that in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, we get some kind of mythical that becomes demythical, kind of like we got Deoxys and Oraz. Yeah. You know, with some kind of post-game story. And this would be, I, I assume... Uh, to some extent, the, our version of the Delta episode. Delta now. episode. That's what I thought. So mm-hmm. the moment I saw them, honestly, I, like, I mean, yeah, maybe the, maybe just at the end they just make it Mewtwo or something. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it's like. Will, like I, oh, I get, will I finally get Mewtwo in his armor? That- no, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> I don't think so. You'll never <laughs> get that. That's like anime not. exclusive nonsense, and yeah. <laughs> we'll never get anything like that. Or Ash Greninja, or you know, Ash Hat Pikachu. <laughs> And yeah, like, none of that no, stuff. Nothing anime has ever leaked into the main Mm-mm. game. Nothing. <laughs> not, it's not like we're getting a new Lycan Rock for a form that yeah. only in the anime or something like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Let's not even get started about Dusk Form Lycan Rock. Like the amount, <laughs> the amount of like exclusive anime stuff they started putting in these games has just been absurd in the past few years. And what, what I find it ridiculous is that how coy they still are with the whole not naming, naming Ash in the game. Like mm-hmm. when you get Greninja on the demo, you get that card, uh, yep. that letter from from this mysterious person who just forgot to sign the letter. It's like, dude, it's Ash. It's okay. You can say his name. He's not Voldemort for crying out loud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I feel like they. I, I don't. I feel like they just don't want to say anything because they themselves don't understand what the canon is. <laughs> Uh, uh, honest, honestly, I don't think they understand like how the universes work right now, and I think they just kind of put stuff together and it works, right? It, it's it's a very much thing like prior to the Hyrule Historia and the Zelda yeah. fandom, like you look trying to piece together these uh, timelines and everything that was hotly contested until the Hyrule Historia came out. Just yeah. wait, we're gonna get some. There was an official timeline a few years ago, I believe, when X and Y dropped for mm-hmm. Pokemon games, so. Yeah, we'll it, was see how- ba- it was. Yeah, we read it. Uh, it was very basic, though. It was more in the lines like, if it's Gen One through 
five, it's one universe, and then then six and all. It's no, that wasn't that wasn't the official dropped one. Uh, they officially oh, okay. like they never talk about different universes, though. I think they've started to hint at it more with Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Yeah. But uh, in terms of timelines, like five, like red and blue take the place at the same time as Ruby and Sapphire, mm, and okay. Diamond and Pearl take place at the same time as Gold and Silver. And okay. uh, I believe black and white and black and white two are in their own universe or like in their own like little pocket. Timeline. But yeah. after afterwards, um, black and white two takes place two years after that. And then you have um, Gen Gen six now, which apparently is taking place at the same time as Gen three, which means it's taking place at the same time as Gen one. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like the timeline, the timeline's all kind of screwed up. But that's when they started and that introducing like make any sense technology wise either because they yes. obviously more advanced. Well, if you look at Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, I think they started hinting at a way to get around that instead of making Gen Six take place at the same time as Gen One. This yeah. this Hoenn takes place in a different universe than the original Hoenn. Yeah. So that uh, I mean they they hinted that very heavily in the Delta episode. I, I would yeah, like well, to see it's the whole like, point that there's no Omega like, evolutions. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see more things like that get revealed, though, in the Team Rocket, like, episode. Like, the Rainbow Rocket episodes. Yeah. I, I would really like to see that. I don't know. I, I think that's an avenue they could go and explore and, like, just keep having these, like, Delta episode sequences in all of the, like, second games in every generation, I guess, now. Yeah. And, it, I mean, it would be interesting. It would be something to look forward to every generation. And I, I think they I think they understand that. And I would also, it would be really cool if, like, you could catch Mew at the end of this one. Right, mm-hmm. like you defeat Team Rocket, and it's like, oh, there's a Mew because here's a Mew. We used Mewtwo, and we cloned it. You know, oh, that would be amazing. You get into the room where he's being held, then you can let it yep. go. Yeah, no, it'd be really cool. If, I mean, if even if there's like an encounter with a Mewtwo at the end, and I think or this maybe is an excellent opportunity for this. I guess Mewtwo. That would be mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, exactly. There, there's a ton of things that they could do here, and I, I hope they don't mess it up. I'm gonna find yeah. out in like a, I'm gonna find out like a week from today. And I hope it's not messed up. I hope so too. <laughs> All right, so let's let's move on. I want to talk about some of the things that are like the next big thing that they announced in this trailer was the Battle Agency. I am so stoked for Battle Agency. I want to stream the crap out of it. Hmm. Now, uh, so I know you guys, you, yeah, you you guys don't you guys don't play uh, Pokemon competitively entirely. I know Basket's getting into it right now, and yeah. and so. This is a this is an excellent opportunity to like oh, learn competitive. competitive. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's still fun. Uh, yeah. you're still you're still getting into battling in the video game. So the the best thing here is uh, Battle Agency is essentially the Battle Factory from the original Battle Frontier. Now, Battle Factory in the original Battle Frontier, uh, there used to be seven facilities. Was probably the best facility out of Battle Frontier. Okay. Because it did not require you to use your own Pokemon. It, it was all rental Pokemon. Okay. It's fantastic. And so that's the idea here is that you get rental Pokemon from uh, the Battle Agency. The Battle Agency also increases the number of Pokemon you could rent based on how many people you interact with in the Festival Plaza. So that helps out as well. But you essentially dra- you essentially rent three Pokemon at a time. You battle people, and then in between battles, you can swap out Pokemon. So this is basically a version of uh, uh, what what's the Pokemon game you guys are are playing all the <laughs> oh, time? Oh, Draft League? League. Yeah, yeah, uh, kind of. Uh, not entirely, but to an extent. I, I will say to an extent. It's also yeah. a really good way just to get into battling because you can fe- get the feel of Pokemon. You get some sample move sets and stuff like that. 
So I, mean, I, I, I don't worry about the um, Ivies and Eevees deal, though. Like, I, last time, well, it, not last time, but in the original version for the IVs and EVs, it would get ranked up as, like, you would get more powerful IVs mm-hmm. on Pokemon. And I believe the EV spreads are pretty much 252-252. Okay. Um, if you get there. So you, you typically get maxed out stats. So, I mean, again, like, this is like an introduction. I want to say this is the end, like, the end-all be-all of competitive Pokemon, right? Yeah. There's There's definitely still, like, tweaks and stuff you can make to Pokemon. So, yeah, that, I mean, I'm super excited. This is going to be exciting. Battle. Uh, I battle wish it was more exciting, but to be completely honest, I'm one of those that have never really participated in anything that is like, yeah, like the Battle Frontier, the uh, Tower, I think, all of those I think, end game things. I just never got into those. I, I Well, to be fair, I think Battle Tree and Battle Mason in the past two iterations have been super, super letdowns. Yeah, I I don't like the idea of just going in and battling, you know, against AI. I really, I really like doing doing these little twists. Like Battle Factory was a lot of fun. There were a lot of little twists that they did to Battle Factory yeah. or to. Uh, I really like the Battle Frontier because it was like oh, an amusement park, and then you get badges mm-hmm. as well, and that motivated yeah. me to play some of those. But that was so long ago, I barely remember yeah. it. Exactly, um, and so I, we've all wanted Battle Frontier so we could get that back to some extent. Yeah, but it looks like they're just giving us one facility right now, which is the battle factory they're bringing it yeah, back they to better extent. step up their game for gen 8 i i don't know i i would suggest you jushiro trying this out for funsies yeah, i will i will definitely I, will I, I i would suggest to you doing it and then maybe we can do something i don't know there's like a i think there's a mission for the festival plaza that involves it later on in the yeah. year so definitely check it out then if any time so yeah yeah i'll it, definitely try it for it, sure it's gonna be a blast i'm so excited just appreciate it and just like tweet Janichi masuda and be like thank you thank you thank you i don't think he did too much with this game i think omori was producing it and they had a new director but yeah it's uh just just tell masuda that you were very thankful and he should put it in the pokemon game for the switch because i think he's working on that one uh, he, he better but let's do look come on let's just go at it and talk about the elephant in the room we should not dance around this the best thing in that trailer by none are the stickers mantine okay. surf <laughs> mantine surf wasn't in that trailer uh it wasn't the only trailer that matters <laughs> <laughs> so you had no i i the the stickers uh <laughs> There's like, there's like, remember the Korok seeds from Breath of the Wild? You could do it all over again, and so they, so they have these stickers you around. How much and fun that was? Not at all. And so it's they like, go. It's go like that one coworker, that one coworker at work that gets excited for icebreakers, and you're like, stop, just I, I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Stickers, I, it's just... <laughs> the, the thing that's interesting is, I mean, I did wish to some extent that I could get the totem Pokemon in Sun and Moon. Like, I yeah. wish there was an option to do something like that. Uh, they they did bring it, but in the form of collectible totem stickers that you go around yeah. and collect. If they do Zygarde cells again in addition to this, it's going to drive me crazy. Um, <laughs> I bet better not. There seems to be hints. We can talk about it later in the trailer. But um, So we had these totem stickers that actually give you totem Pokemon. We don't know how many of them are actually in the game. We're assuming, you know, all eight to some extent, maybe. Uh, some of them look to be version exclusive. Uh, yeah. I believe I believe the Lorantis and the uh, – I might be wrong. The Lorantis, I believe, was confirmed to be version exclusive as well as the uh, Salazzle. 
And you can so, only have those eight? I thought it was like turn any Pokemon to a totem one. Uh, no, 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 no. It's it's certain Pokemon. Oh, like you collect so X amount of stickers and then you get to go retrieve it. Mm. If that has makes sense. Any, has there been any official word on like um, uh, if yeah. those totem Pokemon that you get, are they going to be um, like, are they going to have the totem raised stat sort of thing or is it just i don't know if they're gonna have totem raised stats because i feel like that's just adding a lot to the mix in terms of like competitive battle you'd have to ban them to some extent uh but the i don't think there is i let me double check my the the press release i don't think there is though okay um because there's uh i can't catch uh, up anymore we got evolution you got yeah, if there's if there if there's another one, I think the totems. I think the only thing that's different is the aesthetics. Yeah, I hope so because it's hard to to keep up with so many things that you can use. In oh, that the- would be awful, right? Like, yeah, that would just be absolutely. Awful. Let me look it up. I I got the Pokemon thing loading. It's like it's everyone like- has to carry a mega uh, uh, a Pokemon that can mega evolve now. Everyone has to carry a Pokemon that can do a C uh, move, and now everyone has to carry a Pokemon that so, is a freaking. Pokemon. So I would I would like to argue that you're wrong. To some extent. Okay. Competitively, I don't think – so I think a lot of the Alolan Pokemon made Mega Pokemon not as important. Okay. Um, Mega Pokemon are not always important to a team anymore. Before Gen 6, I would argue, yes, you should probably have a Mega. Uh, okay. Uh, in Gen 7, no, you don't need a Mega. It's not entirely necessary. It helps sometimes. Sometimes your team comp allows you to have one, and that's fine. Use it. Um, Z moves on the other uh, – as well. I think Z moves are not as game-changing as uh, – what's it called? As Mega Pokemon were. Yeah. Z moves were a nice like festooning to a lo- to Pokemon. Like you can definitely get like if you're if you're just like man, I wish this Pokemon could get like this more much more damage out, right? Yeah. Z moves, great idea. But there's so many ways, especially if you're a newer player, to misplay those Z moves. Yeah. That I don't think it's got that big of a change on the meta. And so, so that's the, that's my that's my big kick out of it. Um, but, but what's really great is gen seven kind of made mega evolution and Z moves kind of the same to that extent as well. Like in their usefulness, which is, it's a weird balancing act, but let me see if I can find these. There's nothing about the totem Pokemon in the Pokemon section. What is this? Um, maybe it's in the cool features section. Um, yep, there it is. Uh, you'll be able to get huge totem like Pokemon for your team based on how many stickers you've collected. It'll surely shock your opponents to see you're using these oversized totem like Pokemon in battle. The totem-like Pokemon you can get as allies can differ based on whether you're playing Ultra Sun or Ultra Moon. For example, you can get Lorantis in Ultra Sun or Salazzle in Ultra Moon. Search every corner of Alola region and collect masses of totem stickers. So I have no idea how many totem Pokemon there are, but it sounds like it's literally just these Pokemon are bigger. Okay, sounds good. Which which is sad because you want bigger, you want you want more, but I mean, it's, no, that's the thing. I, I I want I want them to do less. Things that I, I think I think it's more I think it's more of just like an aesthetic thing. Yeah, I think it's just well, uh, very aesthetic. Why would they Why would they work on this aesthetic when they should be uh, making it so the Pokemon can follow behind you? That's what I want to know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> real questions asked. Oh me. man, basket, <laughs> basket! I don't think I have enough time this episode to tell you why you're wrong. Um, <laughs> and so... <laughs> there is nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. So I, I, I would like right with it either. <laughs> I would like I to counter. I would like. Best. So I, I say back in that pixel art. Yes, I agree. I don't know why Gen Five didn't have that. Gen Five, it would have been cool to just keep it in there. It probably would have gone way better than Gen Five did. And 
The the problem I have with it though is if we look at gen if we go to gen six and gen seven now we're in three D. And so um, having these Pokemon, like before, yeah, you can have a little Onyx that fits in the square and that's fine. Your imagination goes wild. But now if you have like a baby mini Onyx falling behind you because it yeah. can only fill up so many squares, you're going to notice it's unrealistic. Uh, second, I think they did a fantastic job looking at all of the trailers we have so far for Sun and Moon or Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, not Sun and Moon. But they have integrated Pokemon into the environments. Yeah. And I think that is a them. good – I think that is a good compromise. Yeah, and I, and I think a lot of us are going to appreciate it, especially once we get our hands on the game. Yeah, I agree. Well, well, I mean, we'll know next week. Maybe I'll think it's garbage, but uh, <laughs> I'm just we'll, saying we'll know. I'm saying, uh, in a trailer, I saw um, uh, Hal running up to you with his litten behind you, and uh, and I don't get that. So why does Hal get that, and I don't? Because how, he's got to get something, bud. Okay. <laughs> he does. He does something. He's basically got hacked in everything else. So he literally, like, he's literally the worst rival. He he constantly admits how much better you are than him all of the time. Like that's okay, that's a defining okay. character trait of Hal. Okay. I can't. I cannot believe. I cannot believe I'm about to defend Hal right now. But. Um, he is not. He is not the worst rival. All right. Gen Wait, who's the who? Okay. Yeah, you're a right. Plethora of horrible rivals. <laughs> Way too many. They're like oh, we yeah. can't. We can't come up with a good idea for a rival. So let's just throw eight of them at you, and then uh, maybe one will stick. <laughs> it's like oh. <laughs> you're so right, though. You're so right. That's that's the problem. Like. <laughs> Who cares about Tierno? You know what's oh, worse God. is Tierno and Hal do the same thing in the TCG. Um, and then it, I, that, that's, that, that should tell you something. And then you had uh, – what's the other kid's name? Uh, Trevor. Yeah. Um, who was just Trevor like, oh. Was the only one that I didn't absolutely hate. <laughs> no, right? Man, it like, was the only one that you only like... battled once, I think, or twice only. You only battled him like twice. It was just the same thing with like Tierno. He was always with Tierno. And you ba barely had any encounters with them. That was the problem with the, their concept in Gen 6. Yeah. Their concept in Gen 6 was, oh, you're on this journey with like all of these companions and stuff like that. And it's just like, no, I'm not. There are <laughs> not nearly enough interactions with these people. It, it would have yeah. meant more if they would have like in every town you're in, they're also in that town at the same time. Yeah. Dude, you know, just, just so keeping their worse. character models there, right? They never shut up every time you see them. Oh, my oh, gosh. God. You're, you're right. really excited. You're really excited to go – to the next town or into the gym or just uh, go figure out what the heck these horde battle things are all about. And then they pop <laughs> up and they yell at you for an hour and then <laughs> tell you what you should already know. <laughs> like, and then yep. trying to, okay. They're like the friends from wow. your hometown. You never want to go back and see. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's literally like, what they are too. X and Y was the game uh, that, um, like, I did not replay that game probably more than twice. I think I beat it twice. And <laughs> I tried to multiple times afterwards, like, after I had played the crap out of Omega, Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire, I was like, well, you know, uh, I don't remember a whole lot about it. Uh, I'm going to try it out again. That was a fun game. And then I start out, and immediately, right when they start trying to give me a nickname, I'm like, oh, yeah. That's why I stayed away from this game the entire time. 
<laughs> you can make them call you some really inappropriate things as your nickname, though. Yeah. And that's that's the best part. Uh, <laughs> that knows the best it. part. Uh, so like, let's let's take a moment and appreciate that feature. So, <laughs> all right, all right, we'll wrap it up there. Though. <laughs> Uh, trailer though showed some amazing things. Oh wait, there's one thing I wanted to talk about beforehand. Um, uh, they look like they're bringing back that feature from Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, where they let you catch all of the legendaries in one game again. Yeah. So that's nice, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it it confirms that Everyone Lando Lando for the soft resets. Oh my gosh! Right. <laughs> uh, I, to be fair, it's way better with bottle caps now. Yeah, you don't have, you don't have to worry about IV so much. The only thing you have to worry about are natures and hidden powers, and natures are pretty easy to take care of if you synchronize. And yeah. hidden powers are the only headache. But now that you have bottle caps, hidden powers aren't as difficult. Yeah, and I think there's only like a couple useful ones anyway, so it it so all then, works out. So then, if you um, uh, so the bottle cap thing with uh hidden powers, um, if you bottle cap them to whatever hidden power thing you want. You can't then... you can't bottle cap to a hidden power you want. So the bottle caps are an artificial oh. layer of stats on top of your Pokemon. Right. Yeah. So it's still they still have like so say you have like a 13 IV in attack. If you use a bottle cap, yeah, the stat will look like it has a 31 in it, but that Pokemon still has a 13 IV in attack. Oh, okay, yeah. so that's how the hidden power things work. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was thinking you were going to have to waste like two uh, bottle caps just to like get the hidden power and then go back and then actually get the stat increase that you wanted. No, 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 no. So that's how hidden power works. Like you still have like the IVs, the DNA of the Pokemon. Right. Okay. And then you just give the bottle caps and it gives you an artificial raise. Okay. So it was really revolutionary for a couple of reasons. One is hidden power fire. Um, You always are required to have a 30 IV in speed. To have hidden power <laughs> fire. Fun fact. Like the way the calculations work, you have to have a 30 IV in speed. So you could never get a max speed hidden power fire Pokemon until now. Because okay. you can just bottle cap it and then you get you still have hidden power fire and now you're at max speed. So that's awesome. Munch on that. So, yeah, on Pokemon that. cards are made of carton and they have instructions. <laughs> you play the card, you read what it does, and that's the extent of how you have to manage it. <laughs> because all yeah. this background stat stuff from the VG is ridiculous. It's way better than it used to be. It's way better. Like, oh, yeah. you, of- you don't even know how easy it is compared to, like, I played back in Gen 4. Okay. I've go. got a bingo back cards. in Gen 4 moment. Yeah, there's a bingo <laughs> card. Uh, back in Gen 4. There was no way to control your IVs. <laughs> the only thing you had control over was like nature, and that was only slightly because there was like they raised it to a hundred percent finally. But it used to be like fifty percent chance of not getting the nature you wanted with Everstone and breeding. And oh my gosh, like it, it just—it used to be absolutely awful. <laughs> I remember trying to breed Pokemon, and I stopped. I gave up trying to breed like perfect IVs because. It eventually got to the point where I, I would just I would just breed like three boxes worth of a Pokemon, and I would just be like, "Okay, you're the best one," and then just give up, <laughs> uh, like because I'm just like I'm not sitting here for years, and like that that Pokemon would have like twenty eights and like twenty sevens and stuff like that. Never like barely ever like if I had a thirty one, I like lost my mind. <laughs> uh, so, this is why I appreciate readers. 
Oh man, it it used to be real bad. Now it's way easier. Like now you can within like three hours, I can breed you the Pokemon end result that you want. You know, nice. and so like back then, if I would have thought seen that happening in the future, now I probably would have never played competitive. Uh, <laughs> but that that's where we're gonna wrap it up here, you guys. Uh, so, we're gonna oh go go ahead, basket. Um, I was just gonna ask a uh, total newbie uh, question. Yeah. Um. So if you if you uh have perfect um IVs in the stats that you want and everything mm-hmm. like that, and then you um <clears throat> uh but you're at level fifty, do you have to go to all the way to level one hundred before you actually get all of the uh points that you need? Uh define that. Like are you talking about like effort values and stuff like that? No, I'm t- I'm talking because effort values about- now change even in between value in, in between battles, yeah, that that got changed finally. Um, no, but what, no, what what I mean though is I mean, um, uh, if I'm level fifty, if I have a level fifty Salamence that I've already mm-hmm. maxed out in speed and uh, um, attack, mm-hmm. then do I have to like will that level fifty Salamence on the battle yeah. spot be just as powerful as a, a level, level 100, 100 with Salamence. the same EVs? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. cool. Because that Salamence is going to be that Salamence is going to be lowered down to level 100 or level 50 anyway on the battle spot. Yeah. So. Right, but I didn't know I didn't know if like you had to go through all of your um uh, No, no, you don't. Level the levels those stats. You know what I mean? And then yeah, No, you don't have to. No, you only need to be level 100 for the bottle caps. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you don't have to be all the way to level 100. So, we're going to we're going to wrap up the topic right there, guys. We're going to take a short break, go to commercial. And then we'll come right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. So we will catch you on the flip-flop. Is your bird Pokemon tired? Did you break your Ian flute but still need to, I don't know, go home and visit your mother? Well then, you can try Flygolark to fly safely and quickly across the globe. Flygolark, because legs aren't everything. episode and welcome back to the pokemon of the episode our pokemon of the episode this week is national dex number 279 pelipper the water bird pokemon gathering food is the work of young males they store food in their capacious beaks and carry it back to others waiting in its nest is capacious the right word for that? I'm not. I'm not saying it's on Yuju Shiro. I'm I know that. I know. I know that I get extra points because I think I pronounced that correctly. I know. I think you did as well. Yashiro uh, <laughs> yeah. gets an extra point in the um, last. <laughs> yeah, like that's uh, that's an impressive. Like I didn't know that was a word. To be fair, uh, yeah. Uh, like. Because like I understand like because I think they're trying to be like yeah it has a large capacitance and it's just like okay. Capacious. Capacious. Let me see how to say that. Uh, capacious. That is exactly how you pronounce it, by the way. Um, wow. Never, I've never is, seen the word in my life uh, and where would ne- you pronounce it right? Yeah, neither have I. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> English Clearly, is my first I language. I didn't even bother to read the Pokedex entry of Pelipper when I got it in the game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Pelipper actually got a lot of nice things this gen. A lot of nice things. Um, yeah. So, first, it gets a stat boost. To its special attack. Its special attack it used to be a base 85, now it's base 95. That is actually a significant difference. That is actually the place where it starts to matter. When you go from an 85 to a 95, that is big. 
Uh, the okay. other thing is Pelipper also picked up a new ability. It no longer um, – it just got a, it got a new ability in Drizzle. Yeah. So – uh, every every uh, weather setting ability got a new user this generation. We got Drizzle for Pelipper. We got um, Sandstorm one, whatever that Sandstream in Gigalith. We yeah. got uh, we got Drought and Torkoal, yes. and we got Snow Warning in Nine Tails. Alolan, yeah. So yeah, Alolan Nine Tails. Yeah, everybody else just like got a new ability, and then we got Alolan Nine Tails. So. It's uh, it, it, but this is a huge one because rain is actually a really good weather condition right now. Weather used to be a huge problem back in uh, Gen Five because it used to never end when it's set by something like drizzle. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. That was a huge yeah. That was a huge problem. It was a huge problem. There was talks about banning weather and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's a bit more balanced now. And Pelipper, I I would argue, is one of the best drizzle Pokemon. Outside of like Kyogre, but Kyogre doesn't count. So because you have you have Politoed as your other option, it's either Politoed <laughs> or Pelipper. Take your pick. And yeah. if it were me, I'd pick Pelipper because you get a ground resist. Yes, you might be weak quad weak to electric, but Politoed is weak to electric. Last time I checked, so <laughs> you you don't want to drizzle around electric types uh, unless it's uh, unless it's Heliolisk, by the way, because it gets dry I skin. Might. It's so hard it, not to say drizzle and not go to places in my mind, but yeah. <laughs> uh, we we have horrible minds. Um, Pelipper, <laughs> though, I believe it's actually – it's probably UU. Let me double check. I forgot to pull that page up before I started. Um, Pelipper well, is uh, – in Sun and Moon, it is OU. Pelipper is oh, OU. Wow. This is based on usage, mind you, not because of how good it is. But, I mean, that kind of ties in together. Yeah. Uh, OU wow. also like has a problem with rain right now because uh in my opinion, Mega Swampert is a huge abuser of rain. Mm-hmm. So Mega Swampert gets Swift Swim and with the new Mega Evolution uh what's the yeah. what's the move? Uh what's the word? I'm thinking of it. Uh, all of the new Mega Evolution mechanics where you get the speed boost right away. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. makes yeah. makes Mega Swampert phenomenal because he can have a 500 base speed when he comes out the gate. Wow. And b- coupled with, I believe, like a base, like 120, 150 attack, it's yeah. huge. It's just going to hurt you. You're going to have a problem. Yeah, and I think, I think the only Pokemon that, like, um, uh, that didn't benefit from it going to Mega first was, uh, um, Sableye because it can't, yeah. um, uh, it, it can't, can't prankster. Yeah, it can't prankster, um, once it evolves. Yeah, no, there it's just nuts how much it can do. I like Pelipper setting up rain. First of all, you just give it a damp rock. I, I actually run rain as like a uh, like on stream. If some kids yeah. like being cocky in the chat or something like that before they battle me, <laughs> I yeah. run rain. Like I have a rain team made just in case that happens because if that you do not come prepared, if you do not come prepared for rain, you are gonna yeah. have a bad time. Yeah. Like that, that is where Pokemon is. Like if you don't bring like a tan growth on your team, you're going to have a bad time. Why I think tan, tan, growth? Gro- tan growth is one of like the few Pokemon that can actually wall it really well. Mm. Uh, tan growth will Oko your Mega Swampert because gra- grass type stab. Quadruple, it's also yeah. bulky enough that it'll take any move from Mega Swampert. Interesting. Um, yeah. It is because mo- when you want to counter something, you need something they can do where like the max that a Pokemon can do to you is a three hit KO. 
right? Mm. And so Mega Swamper can only three hit KO Tangrowth. And you have the regenerator ability, so you can keep that going, right? And it, Tangrowth is Tangrowth is the answer. Run some Tangrowth. Um, yeah, so cocky guys on the chat that are listening to this podcast right now, bring your Tangrowth. Those are typically the people who don't <laughs> listen to our podcast, but uh, <laughs> the way to do it, though, like um, on top of that, Pelipper also gets access to the move Hurricane, which mm. gives a one hundred percent accuracy. It's a seventy percent or sixty percent, no, seventy percent accuracy move outside of rain. 100% in rain. It's wow. flying type thunder. And wow, wow, wow. yeah, so Pelper gets access to that. It sets up its own rain and it clicks hurricane, right? It's huge. It gets stab hurricane in the rain. Wow. On top yeah. of that, Pelipper is one of the few Pokemon up until hopefully we get a defog move tutor that gets defog. So it can do hazard removal. It gets scald in the rain once again. <laughs> so it gets a boost from the rain and a boost from stab. And yeah, it's Skull, and that's going to hurt God. with your base 95 special attack. Pelipper is a good Pokemon. I mean, the only thing holding it back really is at 65 speed. But Who ever reason- thought since its debut in Gen 3 that we would be talking good things about Pelipper? Dude, I can only say good things about Pelipper right now. If you talked to me back like two years ago, I would have been like, why are we doing Pelipper? This is garbage. <laughs> but, I mean, the huge, the big thing is he got Drizzle. Like, yeah. he got Drizzle, and that just changes and everything. And it's special attack. Yeah, and that changes a lot. It makes Pelipper a good Pokemon. And he mm-hmm. can pair well with a lot of rain teams. Rain teams are big. And it's really easy to use. Uh, yep. Shamu and I just like them to an extent because um, they're very what we like to call helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of you can just do the strategy in, that you have in your mind. It takes no thought process, and you can yeah. just win. And this works on the showdown ladder until about, like, 1450, 1500. You can just play rain. Um, and you will get up the ladder incredibly fast. Nice. Uh, one of the things I've started running for just for funsies to get around this has been Mega Sceptile. Um, but like I said, if you if you want to run Pelipper, I am all for any set you can ever come up with, honestly. Wow. Um, I, I would say 252 attack, 252 speed maybe. Uh, if you don't want the speed, put it in HP. Uh, I think def- uh, he has decent defense too. Uh, yeah, he's got decent. Yeah. Oh yeah, you could put some bulk into him as well. Uh, you can run Scald, uh, Hurricane. I think those are huge moves to use. And then he gets access to U-turn. And if you just want to keep setting up that rain, U-turn's the That's way to perfect. go. Yeah. Um, I, I you also have access to Roost and Defog. I would use one of the, either of those. Probably Roost if you really want to have longevity with Pelipper. But Defog is a great hazard removal option, though it will take uh, 25% from rocks. Yeah. So keep that in mind. I mean, it's good. Pelipper has a TCG card, though, Jushiro. You want to tell me about how bad it is? Well, uh, after you just spent so much time praising good old Pelipper, I have to bring it down because I only, there's only one card in, sta- uh, in standard right now from Sun and Moon, Pelipper. It's uh, stage one, 100 HP, water, of course. Uh, it has two attacks. Courier, using two double colorless, puts one of your, your bench Pokemon and all cards attached to it in your hand. Huh? Uh, that's what? why we have a called an Acerola. <laughs> Acerola, sorry, that's what I meant to say. Uh, <laughs> that's why we have that. And Super Scoop also. Yeah, Super Scoop and, does that. And then uh, there's Fly. Which is one water, two uh, colorless, uh, 60 damage. Uh, flip a coin. How oh, fun. It started great. Uh, <laughs> it fails. It's like, does nothing. It has what? 
the effects of attacks, including damage done to this Pokemon during your opponent next turn. So this yeah. all sounds so bad. Oh my it god, it is bad, bad, bad. It's weak to electric, of course, and uh, resistant to fighting, and it has retreat cost of one. Possibly the only good thing oh. that I just mentioned there is the retreat cost of one. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I, it's water, like... so there's mana fee, so they really didn't even need it. This just goes back to my theory that like ninety five percent of Pokemon cards are just absolute garbage. Oh, like man. they're getting better though; they are getting better. They're, they're I mean, to some extent, I think uh, yeah. we see a lot more cards in play just because now we're seeing GXs as opposed to EXs, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. We'll see how this works out with the new Prism mechanic. Mm, so, yeah, we'll see. It's just like, hey, we found we brought back EX Pokemon, but we made them worse. Um, <laughs> Let us uh, see how that works. That's the prison mechanic in a nutshell. Um, all right. So uh, that that's Pelipper for you. Uh, it's the Pokemon <laughs> of the episode. Oh, go for it, Basket. the prison mechanic? Uh, no. You guys can talk about it later this week. On <laughs> yeah, the we'll cover it at DCG. Yeah. No, right. we'll, <laughs> I like dropping little references to make to let people know that I still understand all aspects of Pokemon. So, uh, <laughs> so... Uh, that is that is going to be it for the uh, Pokemon of the episode. If you want to check out more awesome Pokemon stuff, check out PucklePodcast.com where you can see all of the awesome articles on all things Pokemon. So we're yeah, going to – And the PCG cast, of course, if you're interested just, in how prison works. Exactly. <laughs> and we're just going to leave that on a, on a cliffhanger there. So yeah. that is it for this Pokemon of the episode. We are going to take a – we're going to kick it on over, I guess, to the mailbag. for the mailbag send in your emails the mail's here check your inbox it's time for the mailbag mail and welcome to the mailbag as always the mailbag is brought to you by the energy drink green tauros the energy drink that gives you hooves Hooves. I love that they're just always so delayed. Um, <laughs> and so so we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about that. We're going to read some listener emails. This is the segment of the show where you can just email PucklePodcast at gmail.com and get your email right on the show. We like interacting with our listeners this way, and I hope you like interacting with us this way. Um, yeah. It reminds me of that. Uh, I almost said it in a way that reminded me of uh, School of Rock. Remember at the end where he's just like, I'm not your, I'm not a real teacher. But your kids touched me, and I touched them too. And <laughs> and I almost said it in a way where, like, send us in an email where you touch our hearts and we touch you too. And and I'm just like, no, probably shouldn't say it like that. Um, though I just did. So uh, our, our, we haven't read emails for two weeks on the show because we had a special episode last week where I essentially took a week off. And I want to get to some emails that we saw. I'm not going to be able to get to all of them today. We did skip over a few people. So I need. I really need to come up with a way to like get those people recognized. I really need to write an article or something or have somebody write an article for me uh, <laughs> that actually highlights the emails that I've missed because there are a ton of things that like – there, there are like – sometimes there will be like 10 good emails in a week. And the problem is I can't read 10 emails. Yeah. So – uh, we're going to get to the ones that we can today, and if we miss yours, I apologize. And just smack me in the face or send an email next week, and I'll make sure that everybody else gets passed up for you. So, 
Actually, yeah, next well, week we're not going to have it. Next week we won't have a have a mailbag because we're doing the live show. But the week after that we will. So, our first email is going to be from the Aussie Camper Dooley. Firstly, I'd I'd say that with Sun and Moon. Uh, I, firstly, I'd say Sun and Moon did well. Last week our mailbag question was, "How do you think Sun and Moon did?" And are you excited for Ultra Sun Ultra Moon? So there, I apologize for skipping that ahead. No context. Uh, <laughs> Firstly, I'd like to say I'd say that Sun and Moon did well was just creating something different. I'm a self-confessed Gen 2-er. I love gym badges and Team Rocket, but eventually through playing up to X and Y, honestly, I was getting bored of the Pokemon format. The changes in Sun and Moon and this podcast has reignited my love for and wallet for Pokemon. Ooh, wallets. Uh, thank uh, you and sorry. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you and sorry. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> The poor things of the the poor things of the game uh the poor things of the game was the lack of rivals and evil teams with a good story. I thought this one was great. What? Yeah. Lack yeah, of rivals and evil teams. Team okay. And and uh, We saw what it was like with too many rivals. Yeah. Now now we're not we don't have enough rivals. Let's calm down. Uh, <laughs> like to be fair, our one rival was just obsessed with Malasada. That was his biggest enemy. Uh, diabetes. Um, so <laughs> the the Pokepelago is by far the most pointless thing oh ever. God. Oh my gosh, it is not the pointless thing ever. It has so many good things in it. Uh, I just 20- went to a whole scenario in my mind when you go back to Sun and Moon and how has died. <laughs> <laughs> diabetes. Yeah, so bad. That's, oh, that's so terrible. I'm a 24-year-old adult and electrical engineer, and I literally can't figure out how to use its full capabilities, and apparently these games are for kids. Uh, <laughs> yes and no. Yes and no. It does take some uh, some ingenuity to figure out, but there are ways to, like, exploit it. I, I must defeated, say... Oh, go I ahead. I defeated the Elite Four, but I can't defeat diabetes. <laughs> Gosh, take it. Dude, Stop we just it. Stop right now. Stop I'm it. sorry. <laughs> I must say that... So sorry. <laughs> I must say, Thatch, I don't agree it's Hawaii with Pokemon. To me, it's what I've always wanted to play on the Orange Islands, hence the strangely colored Pokemon post-Kanto in the anime. And yes, that's what I think will drop in you some. Post-game, you go to the Orange Islands and get the six badges. So, a lot of things wrong with that sentence. <laughs> uh, I mean, I love that he said it in an email. I love it. I don't want to give that wrong. Um, so I don't think you're going to go to the Orange Islands. That's an anime-only area, and they're going to keep it that way. I think in Spirit, the best thing we got was the Sevi Islands in Leaf Green and Fire Red. I don't think we're ever going to get that. Second of all, there weren't six badges there. There were four. Uh, so, boom. Yeah, no one can. <laughs> Continue uh, on, please. That's why team... Our listener? Yeah, a little bit. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's... That's why Team Rocket is there, and Lieutenant Surge has moved his gym to the Orange Islands. That's just my crazy theory. I still think, uh, cheers, guys, Aussie Camper Dooley. Um, so- Aussie Camper, first I want to say right here, I am going to, after I hang up, I'm going to donate to the diabetes. What? <laughs> and I'm going to donate. He didn't say the diabetes thing. I said diabetes. I that know, was, but we took it joke. hard. So, guys, <laughs> calm down. I'm going to donate some money as soon as we hang up this. <laughs> I so, want a receipt. You've got to share the receipt. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I think, I think we're going to get a facility with the Canto stuff in it. That's what I think. I, I, I don't know what's going on with that. And I think we're just going to get like some kind of facility with Canto in it. With Canto like gyms or something like that. Yeah. That's my two cents. Uh, all right. So, in it. 
because I'm a freak out. Uh, with Cantioni and Jim's. Well, there's a small uh, little spoiler going around, so but I'll t- I'll tell you guys after the. All right. Uh, so the next one is from I believe Alexander Blue, and I think Jushiro's got this one. Oh yes, sorry. Uh, Alexander Blue. I'm kind of mailbag. Way. That's the subject. Yes, there we go. Hey, <laughs> we go. <laughs> hey, Thatch and Co. I've been uh, a listener for about a year now, and I love your podcast. So I thought it was about time I write in. Good it was for you, about man. time. Thank you. It says, um, anyways, I played Gen- I played since Gen 1, but I've never been a competitive player and would like to take a swing at the next summer league. Any tips for a new guy? Onto the mail, uh, onto the mailbag. I think we're going to talk about that, um, in a week on, uh, Battlecast, actually. There we go. Also, mm-hmm. also, I have a, I have a tip for him. Uh, Mega Salamance with, It's not uh, in OU. Oh. If he wants to play in the summer Pretty league, he can't, he can't use it. Bring it anyways. Oh, this is derailed so hard. Uh, yeah, onto right. the mailbag. Uh, Alola was way too much Hawaii for sure. I liked hyper training and the Alola forms. Uh, Ultra Beasts were great and the right Pokemon were excellent. I wanna uh, Everything you said there was fine except the Ultra Beasts. I'm still in the I don't like the Ultra Beasts camp. Just wait. Just wait. They're, They're going to grow on you. Weird. They grew on me. They grew on me real hard. I, I really like what they did. They actually did a recent interview with mm-hmm. uh, with Omori and uh, and uh, who's the new guy? Awata? Not Awata. Sure. That's, that's, that I one. forget. He, he, there's the new director of this game because that's how they do Pokemon games. They usually take the old director and make him the producer for like these second games. That's how so they, that they get like – Yeah, that's how they get like their, their step up and everything. So uh, – mm-hmm. So the what the, they had an interview with them though, and they were asking them about Ultra Beasts, and the big thing was they were just like, yeah, how did you come up with the designs for those stuff like that? They're like, so Ken Sugimori still does all of the artwork and design, and it's like head of Pokemon design forever. Yeah. Um, when when Ken Sugimori dies, I feel like Pokemon is over. And yeah, so I'll say that. Yeah, which is sad to think about. I mean, maybe we'll still get Pokemon. Who knows? And oh, we will. We will. They're just gonna. We it's will. a huge franchise. So, we will. How how far off have Tom Clancy died? Sh- we still get books and games out of yeah. them. So. so so, but they did an interview and they said what they did was they broke the rules of Pokemon design for the Ultra Beasts. Okay, and it's really okay. it's really cool to think that they had like such a consistent like framework for that, such that they could make designs that really bothered us, right? Yeah. And we yeah, because oh, that's the main are, thing when I see right? the, the the Ultra Beast, they just they're sore. They're like okay. So I so I like weird. after I read that interview though, like I came to like a respect that they've had such a consistency with Pokemon designs to yeah. make me go that doesn't look like a Pokemon. You know what yeah. I mean? Because what they used to do is they didn't. They would always make it. They would always give the characteristic traits of real life animals to real life or animals. things. Yeah, you know, like so, like you have cutie fly. Yeah, you see a little fly, right? Oh, that's cute, right? So mm-hmm. you get cutie fly. So you get something that, yeah, that's a Pokemon, right? That's a trait of a fly that you would yeah. something that you would give a fly a trait of, right? Yeah. Um, for Ultra Beast, they did the opposite, right? They took a mosquito, something that's like pre- pretty harmless, unless you're talking about like West Nile, and yeah. uh, we shouldn't start on that one. Uh, and <laughs> that's the, we did enough with diabetes. Yeah, uh, and so. But they so they take something like that and then they make it real buff and real strong, just like Buzzwool, in the case of Buzzwool. Yeah. And so like it's these two con- contradicting elements mm-hmm. that 
that they put together to make them feel like not Pokemon. Yeah, like they're not from this world. Exactly. And so, I mean, good on them. I have just like, I I have a huge uh, appreciation for it after I read that interview. Well, it kind of did move the needle for me a bit too. So thank you for that. Now, continue on the email. The lack of a Battle Frontier and PSS was thoroughly disappointing. Also, I feel having a room decoration like silver and gold would be good and a choice of two or three ride Pokemon for variety uh, would be nice. Anyways, trying to keep this short, Alexander Blue, PS, uh, hashtag Puckle, turning it up to 11. Yes. And <laughs> hashtag Umbrian for press, and hashtag Hooves. Uh, the turn it up to 11 was a joke. It's not t- Puckle 11 yet, guys, okay? Not until <laughs> December 31st. It's still hashtag Puckle 10. Then when the new year I- comes, that's when we roll it over. In okay. reference to what he said, uh, what Alexander Blue said at the very last of the of the email, I I've always wanted me being a Pokemon fan and being a fan of the uh, Harvest Moon series. I've always wanted to incorporate you having your little ho- uh, house where you can do, do the berry harvesting and like decorate <laughs> the whole place and just have your little base. But... You kind of had that in Gen Six, the berry harvesting I, essentially. Yeah, but yeah, uh, kinda. All right, uh, so Basky, grab this next one from Red X. All right. His, Hello, his, email, his email topic is also mailbag. Uh, <laughs> go Hello, ahead. Is it me, or does it oh. seem like Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are giving the 3DS one heck of a final Pokemon game? I am more excited for this game than I was for Sun and Moon. Anyway, that's it. Hashtag Puckle10. Hashtag It's the Final Countdown. It's a final countdown. You totally read a different one. Really? Really? No. No, <laughs> no guitar? No one joined in with the guitar solo? You guys are disgusting. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'll grab this next one from, uh, I believe, Knight Rider. Here we go. Hello again, Thatch and Co. I'm writing in again to answer the next mailbag question. I think the newest Pokemon movie was incredible. Oh, I asked about the Pokemon movie if people liked it and saw it. You guys missed out, by the way. You could have come to Columbus, Ohio and saw it with me. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure that's really close for both of you. Uh, it has oh, taken yeah. just uh, you know uh, five hundred dollar uh, plane round ticket. Trip. Yeah, I think it's cheaper if you fly Frontier. By the way, okay. Uh, except you have to like pay for carry ons. I'm going to Chicago in December to watch Hamilton, so I can't wait. Ooh. Okay, I'll go back to the email. It has taken Pokemon Heroes spot as my favorite Pokemon movie. It had many great things going for it, but I think but the best scene in my humble opinion was right before Ash got blown up. Throughout 20 seasons of Pokemon, the issue of Ash's Pikachu and the Pokeball came up enough times to convince me that he will never get in the ball and even saw what happened when someone tried to force him into it. Ash gets blown up in the movie? Okay, uh, Okay, this movie's really intense, Basket. Uh, there's, a, there's like another Pika-Jesus moment, and it's weird. After... <laughs> after the shock... Yeah. <laughs> After after the shock of hearing Pikachu speak, seeing Pikachu recall to the Pokeball was just as shocking on top of that. The question of why he never wants to be in the Pokeball was answered. That triple whammy of feels made the whole movie for me. As of today, Pikachu's words still echo in my head. That scene was done right in my opinion. I wouldn't have had the same impact if Pikachu's reply didn't sound like it went through the same vocal cords. And that is it from Knight Rider. So, since uh, Touch decided to uh, skip you, 
Oh, I totally uh, and take did. My email. I'm gonna go oh ahead and read gosh. the. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hey, I'm gonna go ahead and read his. I don't uh, have an outline today. You see what happens when I don't have an outline. <laughs> Red X says, hello, Thatch and other hosts, Red X here. I've been on and off listening for a few years, mostly because of my busy job. But I recently moved to, from Ohio to Florida and have a little more time. But enough about me, on to the topic. What I like is in Sun Moon was the story. You thought for a Pokemon game, it was excellent. Uh, it also, uh, I also like the Alolan forms and the Ray Rice pager. What? What? The uh, right wrist, wrist pager. I think he's talking about the... Ah, uh, uh, okay. Oh, uh, the ride pager. Right, oh, there we go. Yeah, miss. That's okay. the typo. There's the typo. The D is right <laughs> next to the S. Yeah. <laughs> gone, uh, gone are the awful days of HM slaves. Uh, <laughs> finally, they've been abolished. <laughs> what I... Man, this, this episode. <laughs> what I didn't <laughs> like was the long opening. It's... <laughs> Just, oh, just finish the email. Make it through. Head holding in the Rotom decks. Well, that's all for now. Catch you on the flip flop, Fred XPS. Dad, enjoy those long Ohio winters. I know I won't miss them. Man, I used to be in worse winters, so it's fine. I I I appreciate and welcome my Ohio winter. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm so sorry, Basket. Let's finish this up with uh, an email from Shira. I just want to say that I thought right. I couldn't have. Uh, made more people angry than i that i did the episode that i said <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i don't think the diabetes thing is like bad so it's the culmination then yeah, yeah. Uh, for all those of you that are still mad that i told you know if you're from uk you're basically from um i even forgot the region's name what was it gen Scotland? 6 i don't know no, no, france? Gen 6. france no but the actual Calus. name of the region Calus. I was saying that they're uh, the Kalos uh, gentlemen. I just want to say from the deep of my heart for all those that really got upset, I'm standing back. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying you guys are from Kalos. Anyway, continue on. <laughs> all right. Uh, this one's from Shira. I love Shira. She's great. Hi, Thatch and Marvelous co-hosts. It's been a while, but I wanted to say thank you so much for the team review on the Battlecast. I unfortunately made a mistake on one of the moves on Mandibuzz, which was cause for confusion. It did not have defog, but tailwind for support. I, think I will definitely take your anyway. advice about the EV spreads. Maybe it would be nice to insert suggested EV spreads as a comment on the episode so it's very readable for all to try. One day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit late like now, work. but... <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> late now, but ever. I did really... Yeah. But I did release the team as a, as QR code, and you can find it attached if you'd like to try it out or share it. I can't anymore. Bat- Global link's down. Yeah, it's too late. Sorry. On a high note, I reached my goal for VG, VGC 17, which was to reach 1,700-plus rating on championship battles on Battlespot. Good job. Mm-hmm. Right That's actually number one, one in the region, too. Dorang! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, right before the format is closing. What so am I I'm doing quite... in my life? <laughs> <laughs> it has been difficult, but a great challenge. I'm already struggling massively by trying to design a team for VGC 18. I just can't find Omega I like, but I've landed on Mega Sceptile so far. I'm determined to play with my favorite Pokemon this season, Glaceon. The Z-Ice move, Sub-Zero Slammer, is base 185 power based off Blizzard. 
that is even higher than Laylee's shattered psyche, not taking the physic the psychic terrain into account though. About was the topic of Pokemon or is changing subject to physics? No, this is psychic, psychic terrain. Oh, okay. Tapu Lele sets a sets a terrain that like prevents oh, priority. Kidding. It's fantastic. I'm kidding. It's just I'm a bad you, joke. Shiro, you gotta get you gotta get into the VGC, man. I have to. I have to. You don't have to be good at it. Just get into it. <laughs> That's my motto for everything in life. <laughs> anyway, continue on. All right. About the topic of good and bad things about Sun and Moon. Good things. The Pokemon Pelago. I use it so much. I didn't like the uncertainty the uncertain uncertainty wow of the new form of EV training from SOS battles. So I only use the island to EV train. Oh, that is a mistake. So I'm certain to get the correct EVs. I also hatched so many eggs on the hot spring island. So shiny hatching is nice, since they are ready to hatch once I return from work. Graphics and design are so pretty. The wild Pokemon sounds, it's a great idea. The Battle Royale is fun. Bad things. It's very hard to find a good level place. Or I, get, I imagine place to level. Mm-hmm. I really missed the Battle Ch- Chateau, which was amazing. The Festival Plaza is very limited depending on versions. You can't get certain things if you have Sun, for example. Also, like you've already said, it is hard to find your friends and players. So yes, and, and let me just say, second round playing Moon, I spent no time on the festival. The, the, the moment I got into it, it was eye-rolling for me. It's like, I can't stand mm-hmm. this place. The first time that I actually did anything on the festival plaza, and this is this is no joke, um, was uh, two or three days ago when uh, Shamu traded me some Pokemon. That was the first time <laughs> I spent any amount of time there because i got there and i was like this is dumb <laughs> yeah. like, nope big old nope hash that nope get out of here you're not wrong he's <laughs> <laughs> got more bad things though um uh, i missed some more items for trainer customization i like to dress my character in a coat when going to the icy snow areas but there's no boots or coats in sun and moon so i missed that from x and y hmm. not interact much with the environment like sitting down and such. It's a small thing, yeah. but still fun to do. No, no, that irked me to no end. Why? Okay, so why did they take that one thing out? I mean, how many times did you sit on a bench anywhere? A lot of times, dude. I didn't even, I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, you, could, you could. You can't. In, in, in Sun and Moon, you can't. I mean, no. fine. You can now bend over when you're talking to small kids, but I don't care mm. about that. <laughs> I I actually enjoy that feature. Because yeah. it's like, oh, you're cute. <laughs> oh, I'm going to destroy you with my giant mega salamans. Which <laughs> yeah. you won't notice while I play it. <laughs> yes. Um, also, uh, she didn't like there were no horde battles, a very limited decks, and the rotation and triple battles are gone. Which no, she really don't wants. Bring back. Those back. There, no, there's so many no. reasons why those I, are gone. Yeah. One, nobody no. played them, they weren't very competitive. And uh, they strained the 3DS so much. Yeah. Dude, there's a yeah. video online of X and Y, or even Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, running running a triple battle with six Moltres. <laughs> go watch that. Because Moltres has so many little details that go on at the same time yeah. that it lags so bad. It goes down to like five frames per second. Dang. Like, no joke. It's garbage. 
And that's yeah. why they, they used to have 3D in the battles in X and Y, I believe. And if you turn yeah. the 3D on, that, like the same effect would happen. That's why in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, there's no 3D in the battles. Yeah. There's no 3D, I think, anywhere. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely awful. But that is it for the mailbag this week, guys. Thank you so much for sending that in. I, I'm really looking forward to hearing about what your hype for Sun and Moon is and yes. what Sun and Moon or Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon is um, and what your thoughts are when the game comes out. Yeah. Uh, we aren't gonna, we're not going to read emails next week, but we will the episode after that, which is going to be pre-recorded. So as soon as you can, write us an email, pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon and how hyped you are for that. Yeah. So, but please. before we do that, do you think yes. anyone here this serves the oh, Green Towers? I don't know who has it. I lost track. Uh, uh, oh, I really like uh, Shira, so... Shira already has it. Yeah. I'm certain. Oh, Shira, she already Shira, has it. You know what? We'll give it to Shira, and then she just doesn't tell me if she already oh. has it. And okay. that, that's how this works. Shira, go ahead. Submit for the Green Towers badge on the website. All yours. Done. Uh <laughs> So let me do my let me do my uh, social media spiel real quick. Um, so if you want more Puckle goodness in your life, you can email us at PucklePodcast at gmail.com and you can tell us what your thoughts on Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon are, and how hype you are for that. Uh, we will more than likely read it on the show in two weeks, so that'd be episode three fourteen. And also, don't forget to uh, to check out all of the other things if you can't wait until then. First of all, TCG Cast comes out on Thursday. You'll be able yeah. to find out about these things if you follow PucklePodcast.com, or you can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Reddit. Since for the few times that I haven't recorded before I actually record with Thatch, uh, we're recording on Tuesday, so any emails, guys, once you hear this, send your emails, and we'll yeah. read them for the TCG Cast. You have a ton of them already. I can actually see them all. Uh, but we're going to also do... Um, Check out Jushiro and myself on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash The Puckle Podcast. Like I said, that's where we're going to be doing the live show next week at 2 p.m. Eastern at yeah. twitch.tv slash The Puckle Podcast. That's the place to catch it. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we're going to have a blast. Exactly. And then if you want to, check out our YouTube, youtube.com slash Puckle Podcast. We have a blast there as well. Uh, gotten a Marshadow code. Puckle has become abundant with about 80-some Marshadow codes now. <laughs> so if you miss that Marshadow code, please contact us. That is a great way to get a Marshadow code. And finally, if you want to help out Puckle um, in some kind of monetary way, there are two ways to do that. First, check out our new T Public store. The, the link is in the show notes down below. We would appreciate that. Um, there's a ton of shirts there you can buy, and anything you buy there helps out Puckle. So it, it is a lot of fun. They are having a sale this week starting on the 13th. It is their pre-Black Friday sale. So check that out. I think everything's everything's on sale for that. So definitely check that out. And on top of that, if you want, you can also help us out by donating to Patreon at patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast. You can get a little extra change, jingling in your pockets, hand it over to Puckle. We would appreciate it. Well, hand so, it over. It's not really like miss. <laughs> huh? I don't, I, I don't, not like that. Feed yourselves first, obviously. But I mean, if you want to help out the show, uh, this is a great way to do it. Yes. So yes, I believe yes. that is and it. I believe there's in the works a few more milestones for that, right? I'm working on it. It's just uh, we have the tiers where we are, milestones. I believe the next one is at $300 a month, and we're pretty close to that, Uh, $300 a month. And uh, I'm going to release episode 6.5 to the patrons. Episode 6.5. You want to hear Baby Thatch talk about about Pokemon all by (laughs) his lonesome? Uh, that, that was like that was like back before I knew how to podcast, and it's just like, and I tried to do I tried to do like a solo podcast, and that was that was awful. I, sure that was back when you didn't know how to do it. Yeah, no, like like I hate doing it now. I can def I can definitely do it if I need to. I could do a solo podcast, but yeah. 
man, I could just I could just not do it at all back then. So if you want to hear that train wreck, uh, $300 on the Patreon, that's the goal. Uh, we're pretty close to it, though. We're pretty close. So thank you to the patrons that we do have. Um, all right. So that is going to be it. We did for, it, guys. Yeah, that's going to be it for this week. Uh, check out all those things I just said. And I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Lord Yashiro, donator to the diabetes cost. <laughs> I'm Basket. Keep real fucking beats. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. And thank you to everyone for listening this far. Of course, as always, I would like to thank our patrons for making the show possible. So let's get started, shall we? Thank you to Regal Superior, Ten Little Men, uh, Jonathan, Andrea, The Fluffiest Whimsicott, Locke, Mongo87, Snag, Jushiro, Bosephus. Um, what is his name? Oh my gosh, I didn't even start this properly. I'm just going to say right now, Ryan, Seth Vilo, Minor Manetric, Greninja's in Paris, Claude Nine, Jeremy, TJ, John, Joshua, or R Sigma, uh, Doc McStuffles, Jestern, we're gonna go ahead and say Uncle Oshawott, Matthew, Trevor, Eric, Reuse, Zenth, Jesse, Birdkeeper Cobra, Daniel, Traby, Matt, Greg, Christopher, Ozzy, Alex, uh, the British Gent. We're also going to thank Victor, Nicholas, and Beaverlaw, and everybody else below that at our $1 tier. Thank you so much for making the show possible, because without you guys, it just wouldn't be possible. 
Uh, so thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for believing in us. And I can't wait to hook you guys up at the next Patreon live show, which should be in the near future. However, November is always a busy month for Puckle. So I will keep you guys in the loop. I will catch you on the flip-flop. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.